We are live. Good to see you today, my EOS podcast friends. We have a great show for you today. Today we have Serge from Attic Lab on the show. We're going to talk about uh, what's interesting going on in EOS right now and then what Attic Lab's up to. So Serge, welcome to the show. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Thank you for hosting us. Uh, I am the Serge. I am uh, the CEO and the founder of the Attic Lab. Attic Lab is, first of all, is a development company. The majority of us are developers. I am a developer and software engineer myself. Uh, but part of our company are the bankers and traders. So we are a blockchain at company, which has been disappointed in the current finance and banking. And that's why we try to do something to change this financial world and to make it a little bit better. So that's why we are in the crypto, that's why we are in the EOS, and uh, that's why we are uh, EOS book producers. And that's why we are very curious and interested about the Rex. Is there something that is going on in the EOS right now? And uh, it was that I was waiting for a long time, but if I'm a bit disappointed for right now because of um, lack of uh, buyer and seller possibility to make a free market. I guess that developers from block one of the Rex developers were a bit afraid of making EOS uh, into a security token. That's why the Rex is um, not a free market. But in any case, uh, it's one of the best things that could be on chain protocols from all the blockchains we know. Yeah. So for uh, current, uh, currently, uh, we are very happy that Rex appears. So it's um, very important for uh, EOS and blockchain as well. But we hope it will be developed to the full market and will be one of the first resource exchange on the free market and on the current space. Yeah, it's a uh, Rex, Rex it, it simplifies it a lot, maybe for people who aren't uh, interested in the, like uh, the trading aspect of, of Rex. Uh, but so you're saying that uh, you prefer the free market more like what Shintai has, where, where there's an order book and, and you can put in the prices that you'd like to uh, lease out your or rent EOS for? So you like Shintai better that way? Yes, I prefer mm -hmm. the uh, Shintai scheme, uh, scheme better because it's more understandable and it's more clear for the people and for the free market attorney as well. Mm -hmm. So buyer-seller can uh, put the fair price and if order match it, will be the deal. Rex is something different because the seller has no ability to set the fair price. And uh, that's why the order books is uh, scaled in the one hand and there is no much demand for the right now. And uh, I am like a developer of the exchange know that it is not good for uh, order book and market as well. Mm -hmm. And this is the reason mm -hmm. I might uh, be disappointed for, for right now. But uh, I repeat myself, it's a first step and we're happy that this step appears. Yeah, it seems like the Rex is is kind of a it's a way to redistribute the the EOS that's been saved through the name service, the the name purchasing, and the 
Um, you know, so there's some EOS that needs to be, or that the community would like redistributed. It seems like Rex is kind of a vehicle for that as opposed to some sort of uh, free market exchange where, where uh, Shintai is doing a great job of filling that for that free market role. Um, do you think down the road we'll see Rex turn into a, have an order book and become a free market? Or do you think it's going to stay as this, um, you know, kind of this, this redistribution of EOS channel? For right now, unfortunately, uh, not many people understand the full power of the EOS. Uh, for my close community and for my friends, majority of my mm. friends are traders or developers. They still think uh, the EOS like another cryptocurrency. We just make another smart contracts and uh, are not very familiar with the distributed computers, uh, computing like the EOS is aimed to be. So, uh, I think that now the big problem for the liquidity of the Rex and EOS is uh, not enough educated people around the world which know what the main power and what the main goal of the EOS. But I see how the things are dramatically changes. So EOS is like the child who is just one year. <laughs> Mm -hmm. And for the one year, it's an up clever and an up powerful child. Uh, if the child will be for the age like the Bitcoin or the Ethereum, I am pretty sure that things will dramatically change and uh, the Rex and all other stuff will be, have more uh, users, have more liquidity, and the things will be stabilized itself. So, it's my opinion. Yeah. And so Attic Lab is a, is a developer company in general. And you, you mentioned the entire crypto space, uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum. Um, there's all kinds of projects out there. Um, what, what were you developing with? What, what other platforms have you developed with or are you developing with? So a, a bit history of, of Attic Lab. It was created like the near three or four years ago. in Ukraine and uh, our goal was to create the e-money but e-money for the retail business for the customers uh, just for the simple people and uh, our goal was to uh, make the distribution of this e-money as cheap as possible because the main uh, pain of banking right now and uh, is the customer acquisition cost is is, is is very high that's why my goal was to create a, uh, a system, banking system, which was be able to marketing just with email. Something like that PayPal, but here in our local market. We spent a, a bit time and discovered that blockchain, uh, like a technology, was one of the best uh, solution for, for this task. And this was the way how I was uh, trying to implement uh, this technology into real banking. Uh, it was very difficult because uh, all the people inside the bank was uh, not pretty sure that it is usable and it is enough measure and, 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 and so on. But after making this project, I was 100% sure that it's something that will change the finance system, banking and all this audited stuff. And uh, after that, it was curious how the ethic was created, like the name, 
because I was asking for the my banking admins and DevOps to create a, a simple server to install all the software that will create it. And it takes two months for, for struggling with inside the bank to create it. That's why I bought a simple computer for the hundred bucks and put in my attic in my house. And it was the first server for this e-money, which called smart money. And it was just for fun from the beginning. Then it was created to the group of developers when some bankers also join us and we grow organically into the company, which was not opposite the banking, but we have the understanding how it works and how it should work. And after they realized that blockchain and crypto is something that can help us, we become the crypto and blockchain company and still are focusing only in this field. And so that, that open source banking software, that's, that's open bank IT. Is that, is that what you're talking about there? Yes, uh, it was our product. Uh, is the product which um, enable banks or financial institutions to create e-money. Uh, on the blockchain is fully open source and it can install it and test it. It initially was created on the Stellar uh, blockchain. In those age, it was one of the most advanced uh, protocols for uh, banking. Because of uh, like staking and uh, something that was without mining, but uh, it missed many features that banking environment was required. And that's why after I noticed the EOS and uh, I was discovered full, uh, full the features of this software, I was very curious and interesting and uh, we were the first who discovered and tried to implement it in, in the banking. And that's why we decided to to become a validator, we even do not know that it will be like the block producer and all, all the stuff. And uh, our engineering curiosity uh, bring us to this world. Now we understand that staking and depots and posts is something that we call uh, mining uh, two, mining two, two point one, and uh, we try to be also validator in the other posts and deposits uh, chains and. It organically grow in like validator business that we are participating in right now. Yeah, so <clears throat> you're validating. I know that you're a block producer for Telos, uh, EOSIO, and what other um, blockchains are you supporting, or even other DPoS um, systems are you supporting? Uh, honestly, we uh, make a big investigation inside the white papers, uh, all the blockchains, and we make the research which take us um, like the four months with the deep calculation of the math and so on. So we took all the post and deep post blockchains which uh, have daily volume more than one million. Uh, we sorted uh, in the decent order and try to work on all of uh, each. Uh, my personal opinion that uh, EOS and Tezos is uh, my favorite. My favorite because EOS my favorite like the, from the engineer point of view. Uh, and uh, Tezos is my favorite from the uh, decentralization depots point of view. Uh, but uh, many others change like we also 
try to validate to be the master known in the dash. Uh, we are preparing to, uh, to be validator in the Ethereum. Uh, we try to be validator in the Tron. Uh, also, uh, I honestly even do not remember all the lists because currently near uh, 20 of the blockchains in our backlog and we're going step by step to be for this. So, but uh, from the engineer point of view, it's quite curious because we have the experience in the majority of all blockchain post and deposit. So I strongly can call us the post and deposit experts in this market. Yeah. Um, did you ever, were you ever a witness on Steemit? Yeah, sorry, we cut out there for a second. Were you ever a witness on uh, Steemit? Uh, yes, we have a test note on this TMAT. Uh, we also are validator in uh, uh, some of BitShares for blockchains, uh, like the uh, exchanges. Uh, but uh, as I've, uh, I will repeat myself, but we try to be the digits uh, currently in blockchains which are able to make some profit for us. Because now we have near the hundreds of the servers. Because mm -hmm. uh, in order to join each 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 blockchain, we are not lazy and not greedy. We make the uh, fully professional infrastructure. We have, we have uh, lower nodes. We backup backup it and and so on. Wow. And, and now we have like near the hundreds of the servers, uh, near the twenty of the people. We really work hard. <laughs> And in order to uh, feed all these engineers and all these brilliant people, we need to generate money from them. What, uh, what are you guys using for your servers? Uh, it depends on the software. I mean, uh, from the full node. Uh, for EOS, we made uh, only uh, bare metal servers. Uh, because it uh, allow us to make very fun tunning and and wicking. Uh, as you know, Arctic Lab is now the one of the most fastest book producers uh, from the EOS, and we really tweak the CPU, we tweak the operating system, we tweak the memory. We make many experiments in order to make the configuration especially designed for each node. For example. For the EOS node, we tweak i9 uh, Intel uh, server. We've uh, due near the five months of the resource show that we can uh, find Linux core. We designed it especially for the EOS. And only bare metal servers will allow us to do all this stuff. And my personal opinion that blockchain should hate uh, cloud servers. Mm -hmm. Because it's quite easy, just go to the Amazon, the Google, or DigitalOcean, buy something, just scale and pay money. But if Google, Amazon, or DigitalOcean, or somewhere else will decide to switch down this blockchain, they shortly make some rules to the firewall to deny some portion, it will be the big end. So, Arctic Lab and I personally are very skeptical about using cloud computers and clouds into such blockchains like the EOS. From the other case, it will not allow to the other producers to, mm -hmm. to make it enough fast. So be so kind to use bare metals. 
Yeah, agreed, agreed. And it's good to see uh, a lot of the block producers as they're gaining rewards, they're putting that money into to switching over to bare metal. I know a lot of them started on AWS and things like that. And then as rewards come in, um, we're seeing them shift to bare metal. So um, yeah, that's good. That's great to hear. I think that's something that uh, a lot of the proxies and things look for bare metal servers and that, that redundancy because um, that's important. That's why, that's why we're, that's why we're doing blockchain, um, that decentralization. And, uh, you know, speaking about decentralization, you mentioned Talos being one of your favorite um, blockchains for decentralization. What is it that is, what do you like about the decentralization, what Talos is doing that's different from the EOS IO, or excuse me, the EOS chain? Uh, I mentioned mm -hmm. Tezos. It oh, Tezos. Oh, yes, okay. Tezos, yes. But uh, Talos as well. So uh, I remember all this, uh, the early stages of the Telos. Uh, th these guys w were very unhappy with top uh, 21 book producers. They uh, called it cartel and they aim to make more decentralized and, 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 and it's quite good. So we still uh, in the Telos uh, is not profitable for us, but we uh, still do it with our uh, aim to make uh, also the fastest book producer in the tells and, and uh, as well because it's not all about the money <laughs> so if we decided to be if the letter or bp in any chains first of all for us is we need to be the first we need to be the best and something to be the engineer excellence and when they really after that we decided to make uh, more profit and money uh, what about the Tezos? Uh, and if we compare it to the EOS, uh, I'm, tr uh, I'm trying to f make uh, f as much public speeches as possible. And I have already, I know top 20, uh, top five questions about the EOS. Is it centralization hell? <laughs> Why do, do really all top 21 producers know each other and so on? Majority of the people which even do not read the white paper try to uh, claim EOS about that centralization. Centralization and all centralization. Nobody knows about the speed. Nobody knows about the abilities and, and, and so on. Uh, and it's just the human nature. People are lazy. Not every people are developers, and not everyone is able to make a really deep dive in the technology and sustain the real goal of each shape. Uh, but Tezos, uh, for me, it was something strange a blockchain which was made on the very strange language or column and then so on. And honestly, I was very skeptical about this future because uh, I'm a developer with like the 15 years uh, of the practice and I never heard about this strange language or color. But I'm really impressed how strong and friendly is this community. So from the community driving point of view is one of my favorite uh, blockchains. There is no Chinese of version of Eastern BPs or validators there is division from the like continents, ages, countries, and so on. It's like a, a, a family, one big family which love one blockchain, and maybe not everyone knows why it was created, but it's enough money. And uh, near, they call it bakers. Uh, there are near now 400 bakers, 
and uh, just for the, this number of people live this status because instead of 21 validators there are uh, 400 of the bakers but believe me near than 95 percent of all the people even do not know the difference between the consensus between the like deep technical underground things what is going on the EOS in the Texas and uh, believe me near the half of the people something do not remember is it Texas or EOS and so on so that's why for the current stage I still saying that it is lack of education and more education each block producers bakers validator or whatever will do the better for development of all ecosystem and mass adoption will exist so what do you think what would you say the top difference is between tezos and eos uh, for me eos is really enterprise level solution so it's aimed to be the high load so it's aimed to process financial transaction and it's really distributed computer so it's not just a white paper it's something that proof on the on chain uh, i was very impressed we make a near in per second on our test net uh, in uh, the communication with uh, another local users uh, in the jungle testnet and do you know how many transactions uh, per second have the whole for example Russian Federation 1000 okay mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. now EOS has uh, the proven limit of the 4000 but uh, if the majority of the block producer will tweak all uh, these processes like the CPU, core, network, and so on, we can be faster even for the Visa MasterCard. So it's something that really inspired me to be, to be here. And it's something that gives me the argument if somebody from the bankers and somebody from the financial sector says, it's not enough merger, it's slow, and then and so on. So really for me, EOS is uh, the most major uh, blockchain for the enterprise level for the financial sector. Uh, as I mentioned you below, we are like was created by the bank, inside the bank, and that's why I try to measure the blockchains from this point of view. Uh, so if bankers or some who is connected with the money transfers and this business uh, seeing me, believe me, from the, our experience, EOS is the one best choice for, uh, for you like the platform. Very good, yeah. Um, and you did, Attic Lab, you did a crypto exchange as well. You, you talked about the, the banking industry. You also did a Cryptagio. Is that still going and what's the, um, what's the status with that project? Uh, it's also about our spirit and uh, our strategy. Uh, my vision of decentralization is not just decentralization of the blockchain in the like Cardano or EO things. For me, decentralization means that every country, every currency has each stable coin. And for me, I think if country will have five competing different stable coins, it will be good. So, for example, we have now Tether with hash sound problems, we have USDC, 
the H2 is the answer one. So if it will be five stable cores in dollars, I will be sleep well. So then I need that it will be five stable cores for euro, then five stable cores for Russian ruble on Ukrainian grievance. Is mean for me decentralization. Then another very important thing for decentralization is the exchanges. So these exchanges should be the local gateways for the local currency in order to allow people to participate in this new generation of finance. That's why we are creating this uh, uh, exchange. It was uh, created in the Estonia because from the European Union is one of most modern countries which allow issue the license, which allow us to uh, exchange virtual assets to the fiat money and to be the custodian for the virtual currencies. Uh, uh, the name of the exchange uh, is Codex, Codex.1. Cryptagio is the name of the company which, which is registered in Estonia. Now Codex is the gateway for our local currency, Grivna. So we live in Ukraine and we do all the possible for, for our citizens to be the gateway for the crypto world. And also we are connected to the euros. So we, our goal of our codex is to be the local gateway. And we do all of the best to be it as long as possible. And I wish that every country has its own exchange with own gateways and with own stable points. For me, it will be real decentralization. Yeah, and uh, and you like the idea of having you said five different stable coins for every country, and is that because of redundancy? Is that because uh, there's not a single point of failure? Why why does that why is that uh, represent a good thing to you? Exactly, exactly. It's not want to be. I don't want to have a single point of uh, failure. So, uh, as I said, you in the beginning, I'm developer. Mm -hmm. So. My mindset is something that uh, is if, else, when. <laughs> mm -hmm. And this mindset showed me that uh, some alternatives should exist, especially if we want to build the real new generation system. And that's why each country has, to, has more than one exchange, because governments are changing, but uh, governments are not enough powerful to switch off and off each exchange. But it is, will not be possible to switch off like the hundreds of the exchanges or the hundreds of the stable coins. And uh, until like you uh, and me and our customers and our community will exist, we'll be struggling to build really this new financial decentralization system. Yeah. You know, uh, one of the interesting projects talking about that decentralization or just getting different nodes all over the place is um, Sovereign Sky. Are you familiar with Sovereign Sky or... That project, unfortunately, not familiar. Yeah. They are. It's a. Uh, it's they are sending um, nodes in space. So they've already launched a couple satellites, and they're they're planning to run the EOS blockchain from space. So, uh, the that I think that is kind of a cool project. But that's how big people start to think about decentralization. Um, you know, when when you want when people are getting um, nodes out at sea or up into space where they're kind of untouchable by by governments. Um, yeah, it's it's there's a lot going on as far as pushing this decentralization forward. It's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it, it, it could uh, sound strange, but uh, if we will back to our history, we'll see that most crazy and strange idea uh, really uh, were able to change this world. So 
even even in the space uh, it, it sounds strange but it's fully supported for me it's something mm-hmm. that grab attention is something that uh, could could make some very unexpected uh, unexpected uh, choices or use cases for, for our future development yeah you never know it's it's cool to see all the you know that's part of the reason i do the podcast is people are doing so many interesting things just trying to really push the space forward and uh, i get to learn about all kinds of interesting stuff doing this that's part of the reason that you know that i love doing it um so as far as the eos uh blockchain goes specifically um, you have a couple projects that are in development um you've got an offline voter and also a uh a wallet or that you've already developed why the why the offline voter and uh, yeah and talk a little bit about those our flight water is was one of our first uh, tools uh, is honestly one of the mo- most uh, easy things uh, then we decided to be a block producer I just uh, call all my friends and ask guys who is have some use can you support us because we need voting it's, it's important you should stake and so on but the majority of the people we just have it on the smart contract on the film they were lazy to transfer it for the eos then they was transferred when no any cold storage uh, scatter was scatter was on the very early stage and was really really difficult to convince people to participate in somehow and the majority of my friends say okay well you're crazy we will not be put uh, our private keys in some web form and uh, sorry i trust you you're a good guy but you will not be never do it yeah <laughs> so we just were forced to do it and to put in our website just to help our close community my friends uh, to download it uh, and uh, to see how it works uh, then the next things uh, I will tell you that my personal opinion about decentralization that each customer have to have the ability to exchange these crypto in the local currency and to give the uh, to have the ability to exchange revenues whatever else to, to the EOS and that's why we have made a very long development to, to two of this platform uh, for the Android for the web and uh, US we've spent a huge effort on the money to convince our local banks to deal with the eos and all this stuff and we slowly but integrating all this software including wallets exchange banks to give ability for the customers to be to have a gateway from the eos to the fiat currency and over the world so soon our uh, wallet will be uh, connected to the our exchange and will be help customers for easy integration even without uh forgetting of the exchange just cash in and cash out is our main goal and believe me it's not uh, only about the money because we invested a, a huge number of the money into development but we still not make um, not one dollar from uh, this wallet yeah and uh what what are your so you have uh my eos wallet is is my attic lab um and and i know a lot of people know about that it looks like you're also working on a mobile wallet how how's that coming along uh now with uh i in the google play and we are in the apple store totally we have something like the four thousand installation of on the both platform so I hope it's enough successful for the our area 
because uh, we are not aimed to be on the China market or for the United States markets. We sit here and we try to serve our local community. And I know uh, the number of, of people who are interested in this technology in our site, and believe me, it's quite good success to have the 4,000 installation. And it's keep growing on, and uh, people ask us for the free accounts, uh, for the some educational, and we do all our best uh, in our limited resources. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And um, another project you guys are working on is Promote EOS, and that is a uh, like a block explorer and block explorer with EOS analytics. How what how's that? Uh, how far along is that project? Uh, for me, analytics and this is endless project. So mm -hmm. I am developer, and I like to make decisions based on the sum digits. So if, if I need to decide something, how to uh, continue for managing a company, I need digits. I need to see what is going on inside. <clears throat> and that's why we'll be making the dashboards, we may make some infographics and all what is about the stats in each blockchain the way of uh, validators. So it's endless process. It will never end. <laughs> yeah, well. Um, what's, uh, what's, next for, what's next for Attic Lab? What's on the, the roadmap a year down the road from now? Uh, unfortunately, I'm not able to find more uh, people uh, for our company. We just enough small, we near the 30 people. And it's allow us to uh, continuously make only a few projects. But personally, I'd like to uh, work on them more. Uh, so Codex 1 is our exchange. Uh, it's also it's for the local market. Uh, all the other validator business, we call it Everstake. So Everstake 1 is separated business unit, which is aimed to be the block producer, validator, witness nodes, and so on, uh, to be but on the professional level. Uh, one of our new projects uh, will call ZigZag. So it's something like the maker DAO for the EOS. It will be also the stable coin with the collectorized like CDP. Uh, but with the ability to support voting and all the features that specifically for, for the EOS. But it will be for the release on the uh, few months. We make it together with one of uh, the best teams from the Ukraine. But uh, I will disclose it more details for the end of the June. I will see what uh, Dan Larimer and the uh, June one will say. Maybe he will issue the same projects and we will be out of the game. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm gonna go. I'm going to Washington D.C. for for June one. So I'll be out there to see uh, the announcement live. I'm I'm really curious. What what do you think he might? Uh, what what's your guesses on on what may be announced or what they're working on? I really do not know because we try to discuss internally and uh, I'm not sure that obvious things uh, I will guess because obvious things for me is like stable coin uh, because uh, then has a uh, practice with the bit shares. Maybe it's something that will be like social networks because it's timid but uh, on the yield. But I think I have internal feeling that it will be something bigger and greater. But we know that uh, Dennis is great mind and uh, maybe 
we you know, didn't have to guess the full power of, uh, of his tools and his mind. So we'll see. I guess it will be much more bigger than the chairs uh, and the stairs. Well, I love, I love that thought. I, I, have, I have no idea either. I ask everyone and I haven't heard any answers that, uh, that I, that I'm, yeah, that make me feel real confident. I, I feel like Dan will probably surprise us. He's, he's a, he's a really big thinker. You know, I do, do you follow the telegram channel, the EOS telegram channel when, when Dan's in there talking? Yes, I am following the Twitter and following the Telegram and so on. And uh, sometimes it's really make me crazy. <laughs> because <laughs> thousands of the messages should be in, in your attention. Uh, I've had a, a, a little vacation uh, a week ago. I went to the Egypt, to the Hurghurghada. Mm -hmm. I, I decided to uh, obtain the uh, open water diver. So I'll, I just switch off my communication for just five days. Then I switch on my telephone. I was noted the thousands of the messages, the hundreds of the emails, <laughs> and uh -huh. I still cannot handle all, all, all this stuff. So uh, I just understand how difficult and how uh, to be in modern communication industry. So in order to be in the business, you just need to, to feed and uh, to... Uh, eat like a numerous number of information and sometimes uh, I rem remember my uh, school years then I have no phones and uh, I, it was, I was really happy so sometimes it's very difficult to be be here mm -hmm. yeah it's uh, it is it is it's it's a it's a constant struggle it's a real balance I actually just did the, I just took a vacation as well uh, I left on last Thursday, so I was gone Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So yeah, about five days. And uh, when I came back, same thing. I just I had thousands of messages. I was trying to catch up, and just I had people telling me things that would happen have happened that kind of surprised me. Um, it, it was just yeah, kind of overwhelming. Um, the modern communication is very, uh, you know, it's very different. It feels good to put, it feels good to put your phone down and get away from the electronics for a little while. And then, but when you come back, it's, it's overwhelming. <laughs> it's crazy. So where, where'd you go in Yosemite or excuse me, where did you go in uh, Egypt? You said. It was Hurghada. Okay. And what's there? Uh, why I choose Hurghada because it, uh, there is a back center, which is founded by the French and Swiss guys. So um, I repeat this like 10 times I'm developer and uh, I try to think if else then. <laughs> and I understand that local diving center, which is founded by Egyptian people, are now so strict in the rules and I feel it will be quite dangerous for my life to <laughs> do not know all this stuff. <laughs> okay. So that's why I've uh, selected the most strict guys. Uh, who will teach me and uh, that's why I go to especially for this direction so okay. I'm not then for the location I went to a specific school okay and so you were you said diving yes diving so with in the diving equipment I was under the water the first stage was something like uh, near 15 meters and uh, in the Egypt in the Red Sea the most beautiful all the life is like in the 10 meters uh, it was curious for me to have a more deep dive into uh, advanced for the diver for the uh, up to 40, but uh, nothing to see. Okay. Just 
blue 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 ocean like uh, blue sea uh, i know so advanced to go to the uh, caves and maybe some uh, ships but uh, it was fun it, it 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 was fun enough oh that's cool it's yeah like the underwater yoga uh-huh okay underwater yoga okay yeah a little bit of meditation going on down there um, yes, and for the, to, to be the EOSB producers, you constantly need to have rest for the, some meditation and yoga, definitely, in order to save the brains. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You gotta, you gotta take care of your brain, or else it's gonna, it'll melt. And then, <laughs> yeah, you don't want to melt the, you don't want to melt the hard drive. Um, well, cool. I, uh, I have um, scuba diving on my list of, of things to do, uh, but, uh, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't done it yet. But I would love to do that. Um, also visit Egypt. I really want to visit Egypt. I want to go out there and see some of the uh, some of the ancient sites and the pyramids and things like that. So someday, someday. Um, cool. Well, as we're winding up here, um, what do you have? Is there any um, calls to action or anything you'd like to? Any asks you'd like to uh, say to the audience? Anywhere you'd send them? The only things that uh, I dream is to make our community and makes our audience more educated in the technical things and especially in the finance things. Uh, I am observing the people and uh, I decided that it is, doesn't depend from the country. Uh, there are many financial stupid uh, things that people do in the Ukraine as well in the uh, Egypt, as well in the Estonia, United States, because many of the people are lazy to learn. They are lazy to make some financial habits, and these people are also lazy to learn the techniques about blockchain and, and so on. So if you have some knowledges, just share with your friends, with your community. More knowledge will be our community, our friends. It will be more rich and it will be... Oh, I think I lost you. Oh. Yeah, and uh, for, for me, the most important things are financial education and the technical education. Mm -hmm. So uh, I decided that for my age, for my conscious age, then my brains I will be still working. Software development is something which will be driving the world. So that's why I'm still in the right place and the, in, in the right time. But uh, I was very sad to see how people which make a good investment on the Bitcoin, all this hype, and which are able to make a million, just lose their money in a few months. They make very stupid things. So they feel rich, but they were not rich, they were stupid. It was just a luck. But if you do not invest in your education and in your knowledges, you will lose it. So definitely, for me, techniques like that, programming or just at least education how all this stuff works will help you to uh, be on the next level but if you will have a financial habits which will at least will not allow you to lose your money and to make some investments you will feel better and you will be better man and if you will be more wealthy man you will be able more time to educate to help other people so it's just how society our need to develop and uh, to grow and it is my dream 
Yeah. Yeah. That continuing education is important. And like you said, a lot of people got lucky and were rich for a few moments during the uh, last bull run and, uh, and then lost it all. And, uh, yeah. So the financial education, I mean, losing money is a great financial edu <laughs> a great prod to poke people and make them educate themselves financially. So, um, hedging, uh, what would your, what would your, uh, advice be to people who are invested in cryptocurrency as far as, um, as far as educating themselves, what, what would you think the, the, for the normal person, where would they go to educate themselves about financial literacy, let's say? So cryptocurrency and stocks market are a bit different. So be different about the risk management. Uh, for me, investing and trading, whatever else, first is risk management. Before you've already to lose or invest at least $1, please, just educate yourself what risk is and how to manage your risk. If you will be able to manage your risk for the one dollar or the hundred dollar, and you will be to manage this uh, enough, good enough, you will be able to manage this risk the same for the one thousand to hundred of a million. Is there something that you you need to do? So why people? just uh, have the license to uh, to choose the people to become a doctor because it's dangerous. Somebody need to control the risk. Uh, why people need to obtain the license in order to fund, to, to manage the funds like fund manager? Because somebody knows that you should manage your risk. And uh, the same things about your money. If you uh, go till you go to the doctor, but if you take your money, you also need to a doctor. <laughs> A money doctor please become a money doctor for your money and you will be much more happy and much more wealth yeah that's a that's a great point you know one of the uh my favorite um dives into risk management was with, through nasim taleb um and his books he's got the i think it's called the inserto but it's black swan and then anti and then fooled by randomness and then anti-fragile um those three books for me were were kind of the beginning into risk management and what risk is. I mean, because it's a, it's a really risk is a small word, but it's a really deep concept that you can dive really far into. And uh, for me, it's uh, extremely interesting. So those are some recommendations to anyone who's listening. Um, so, yeah. Uh, One of most like very easy, uh, but uh, clear things about risk management uh, was when I made my certification for the skydiving. I also like to jump from the plane. Oh, cool. And no one, uh, no one, uh, clever man, man, will begin to jump from the plane without the proper education. <laughs> because everybody knows if you will do it, you will be very big risk to die. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and when I realized it, that you just need to make a very street uh, along and uh, uh, to be disciplined in on this stuff, the same for the money. If you do not know how to jump and how to land, don't jump. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're putting yourself at risk of ruin. You, that's, that's the, that's the main thing. You can't, that, that tail risk of everything, complete failure is, is not a place you want to have the possibility of, uh, especially skydiving. <laughs> you don't want the possibility yeah. of, of that, the risk of ruin there. So, um, 
Great. Well, thank you. Thank you for coming on the show, Serge. I appreciate it. And it's cool to hear about Attic Lab and um, everything that your team is up to. And um, I think the most, one of the biggest takeaways for me that I'd like people to remember from this talk was that Attic Lab uh, runs uh, many nodes and has redundancies and is one of the fastest block producers out there uh, as far as transaction speed goes and running on bare metal servers. So um, your team's doing it right. And the EOS community should appreciate that. Um, my proxy, I have a proxy, Mr. Happy Money proxy. So if anyone looking for someone who's educated on the block producers to vote on their behalf, Mr. Happy Money proxy is my proxy. Uh, I vote for Attic Lab, and you just heard the reasons why. So um, you guys are on my proxy list. And uh, yeah, so um, that is the show for today, Serge. And any final thoughts as we wrap up here? I just want to thank you for the hosting us. I just uh, thank you to the adding us uh, to the proxy. I'm very happy to be present for the community, and I hope that uh, I share my opinion, our vision, our goal, our strategy, and I will find somebody who will also share all this value. And believe me, we do all the best to bring the EOS to the enterprise level to the more mass adoption for the more education and we quite opening uh, for the for all of you to share our knowledge and to help as much as we can well thank you very much serge a pleasure having you on the show and thank you my eos podcast friends until next time cheers cheers thank you bye the money is not the prime asset in life time is and uh, your time is